This is Mindful Mains. It's about being mindful for the hairstylist or service provider, anybody in the beauty industry, anybody in cosmetology school, or just my friends. But this is Mindful Mains, and this is my podcast. Here's my disclaimer so I don't get sued. I am not a mental health expert. I would like you all to know that. I am not a licensed mental health professional. I am a licensed cosmetologist, a mother, and a business owner. While I'm offering guidance and insights from my own journey, I am not qualified to provide professional mental health advice. I wanted to create a podcast to foster a sense of community, sharing stories, and unique challenges that we face as hairstylists. Always prioritize your mental health and well-being. If you're in need of help, please reach out to a qualified mental health expert or healthcare provider. Full mains. Why did I think starting this podcast might be a good idea? As a hairstylist or any service provider, I feel like there's a lack of mental health education or outlets besides therapy, essentially. Some therapy might not be accessible for everybody, Um, and I personally, I love therapy, and I love podcasts, and I love hairstyling, so I wanted to, you know, create all of those things in one. I want to be able to talk about how I got to what I'm calling, quote, quote, a healthy mindset as a service provider while discussing the importance I'm working on yourself. So I'm currently sitting in my closet right now with a podcast mic that I have been hemming and hawing about ordering probably for the last year. And I've been telling everybody that I really wanted to start this podcast and everybody thinks it's a great idea, but along, you you need time, you need, you know, to set aside everything. There's just so many things that go into this. Um, but yeah, so that's what I wanted to do. So I don't know where this journey is going to take me. I would love to have guests on, but considering that I'm sitting on the floor of my closet, I don't think that would be a great spot. Hopefully the audio is okay. Um, since I have the salon, like we might be able to record there, but since it's so wide and there's not a lot of, um, like there might be a lot of echoes. So it's something I'll entertain later down the road. Um, I did have a disclaimer that I had to re-record about 75 times so I don't get sued. Um, and this might just be the messiest fucking podcast you've ever listened to. Um, but honestly, if I help one person, it's all that really matters. So, I wanted to start talking about myself. And so you get to know me. If you already know me, thank you so much for supporting the Mindful Mains podcast. Um, but yeah, so my name's Bianca. I am 28. Marissa and I have owned Bali Loft for two and a half years. We pretty much do everything together. Um, when I asked her to co-host the podcast for me, she said, absolutely not. So if you do get to hear her on here, consider yourself lucky because homegirl was not about the podcast life. Um, I've been in the hairstylist world for about 10, almost 11 years. I 
straight up didn't know what I was going to do after high school. Um, I think my whole early education, I wanted to be a teacher. Like my mother, um, she's seriously one of the best teachers. If you had her as a teacher, consider yourself so lucky. Um, I actually did have her as well, and it was probably frowned upon, but honey, I had a hundred (laughs) percent, but I had her for English and I love English. So it was a cakewalk anyways. So yeah, so I wanted to be a teacher and I did the careers in education program through my high school. And I went back to my middle school that I attended. And then I went back to my elementary school and I actually got to Um, teacher assist my first grade teacher and it was so special and honestly I'm so glad I had that experience because I would have gone into teaching not that I'm like ditching anything on teaching I love educators I love teaching I think it was amazing but I also realized that I am not good in school I am not a test taker I have too much ADHD and I'm so glad I had that experience because I was able to take a step back and say, this is not for me. I loved it. I love kids. I love education. I love school. I It's amazing, but I'm so happy with how everything worked out. And I remember I was honestly petrified to tell my mom and dad that I like didn't want to go to college. And I remember it was like my senior year of high school and I was like, mom, dad, I think I want to go to cosmetology school. And I was sweating, shaking, because, you know, like, I had had wanted to go to college just like all my friends, but, again, so glad I didn't. Um, And they were just so happy. They were so supportive. I think that hairstylists aren't really... um, I think we've definitely broken the stigma. But, um, you know, like, oh, you can't make money cutting hair. And it was like all of these things that people would be like, oh, like, is that your real job? Like, I wish I could play with hair all day. Like, there's so many things that, you know, was said when I was young in beauty school. And I definitely broke the stigma for my own people around me that may have doubted me. But with that being said, um, I definitely think it's more like common for people to go into the hair industry like I don't know why it was so frowned upon I don't I don't really know and that's not for me to divulge into I don't have to be the martyr for changing everybody's point of view essentially on hairstyling but yeah so I went to beauty school I enrolled uh, I went to a beauty school that's no longer anywhere existing um, and it was fine for the first like five months four or five months And then my parents' house that I was living in, because I was 18, uh, caught on fire. And I had to, we pretty much had to live in a hotel for what we were told was three months from, you know, the contractors and stuff. And it ended up being six months. And I'll never forget it. It was such a crazy thing. Like, the fire, whatever. I got out. I was dead asleep. I got woken up abruptly. It was the scariest shit of my life, you guys. Like, I slept through the fire alarms, okay? I'm a heavy sleeper. Now I'm not, but, like, I was a heavy sleeper. I was so cozy, and it was just whatever. So, that's fine. 
we move into this hotel and um i didn't bring any of my clothes or any of my belongings they all smelled like house fire it was insane and now i definitely can't get too close to a bonfire because i just it triggers me but um i went to beauty school that next day and i didn't have any clothes i literally had my work uniform in my car and my work uniform was a black t-shirt and like jeans. And in most beauty schools, you have to have a uniform of just like all black. It could be whatever. It just had to be all black. I didn't have anything. So I figured I would just wear jeans and my black t-shirt inside out, hoping that nobody would notice. Girls got away with so much shit in beauty school. It was honestly like such an eye-opening experience. I was so young. There were so many different walks of life there. It was scary. Like honestly, like there was some scary shit that went down in beauty school, but regardless somebody tattled on me that I was out of uniform I got called into the dean's office and she pretty much said I was to go home because I was out of um, my uniform which I was a rule follower through and through like I'm not gonna go out of my way to piss somebody off but let me tell you I saw red I lost it on my dean I said literally I don't have a home I, I explained the whole entire situation and she had no remorse Sherry, if you're listening to this, I hope you're doing well, straight up. She verbatim, and I couldn't make this up, she said, well, there's a Salvation Army down the street, like, for me to go and buy new clothes. And I was like, <gasps> literally, so I literally, I left, I I said some very mean things to her, and I ended up getting suspended for two weeks, and in beauty school, and I don't know if it's changed now, but in beauty school, for every hour you missed it was $7 an hour. And you had like a hundred, I think hours you could miss, but like a hundred hours isn't that long when you're going to school for 40 hours. So, um, I pretty much used most of that. And so during my suspension, I had to pay for every hour I missed. It ended up being, I don't even know. I, if I, I, it was a lot of money essentially. So that was just like ludicrous. And it just put a bad taste in my mouth that like, I don't know. It just was not a good start. I ended up, I ended up graduating, but the very, so you have overtime fees, which, so every dollar or every hour is $7. At the end of my beauty school, they did this promotion, I guess, where if you showed up between now, like that specific date that they started this, um, and you showed up from that day to your graduation date, hundred percent, like you had a hundred percent attendance, they would waive your overtime fees. When I tell you I slept in that fucking parking lot, we'd already moved back into the house. Everything was fine, but it was a very dark time in my life. And I just don't remember a lot because it was, I don't know. It was just, it was insane. Um, but I slept in that parking lot and I made it and I got all of my overtime fees waived. I believe it was like $1,100 worth of overtime fees. I thought my parents were going to kill me because, like, they just spent all this money and, like, redoing the house, and it was just so many things, and I was like, cool. I also had a job. I went to beauty school from 8 to 5, and I clocked in at good old Logan's Roadhouse from 5 to 11, so I had money to, like, pay my overtime fees, but there was a letter that I was supposed to have my parents sign stating that they were aware, which didn't make sense because I was, like, over 18, so I don't know. Beauty school, I have a whole... um podcast dedicated to just beauty school and if you're a young hairstylist things to help you through because that was a very dark time for me but yeah so I ended up getting them waived I graduated and I moved on um so yeah that was that was pretty insane a pretty insane start to beauty school 
Um, and then I worked at a salon for about seven years. We will get into that um, also on another episode. I'm not really here to talk shit or shed light on anything negative. I just am here to provide my experience and to help others leave a salon, leave a toxic salon, open a non-toxic salon. Um, I'm here for the people. I'm here for the besties to, um, you know, create like such a wonderful life. Like I feel like in beauty school, I definitely feel like there should have been a, um, like a segment that you had to take based off of mental health. So my goal, and I don't know how to do this. Um, my goal is to make it required for beauty schools to talk about mental health. And again, I've been out of beauty school for 10 years. Maybe some schools are doing this. Um, but I would love for that to be a requirement because at the end of the day, you know, we, you get your hair done, you sit in the chair and you talk and your friends and, you know, you can trauma dump. Okay. But now as a hairstylist, like me, I am so empathetic. Like I carry everybody's like trauma and like sadness and happiness. I carry all that with me. And like, I don't know if that's just how I am. Maybe it's the Pisces in me, but I definitely think it's really hard. It's like another job on top of doing my job. So not only am I applying your root color, I'm thinking about the formulations in my head quietly um, while you're sitting here talking about how your brother's getting a divorce and how it's so hard for him. And now I'm sitting here trying to give you advice, not even advice, but like just, you know, for to give you an open space, right? So now as I'm sitting there going over the formulation, a little panicky in my head, like, did I mix up the formula right? Did I put enough gold in there? X, Y, and Z, whatever it may be. Now I'm also having this conversation with this very hard conversation with you. And then, you know, the appointment's over. I send you out on your way and you go about your day and like you feel a lot better. I would only hope you feel a lot better after that session in my chair. And it's not to say that I don't want you to share that in my chair. I love my job and I know exactly what I signed up for, but I'm just wishing there was more ways um, to you know, deal with your mental health. Granted, I've been in therapy now for over three years. Um, it started, I needed therapy during COVID. Um, it's also the year that I left, um, the salon that I started in, which is a very hard thing to do. Um, and honestly, I didn't think I would love virtual therapy. I thought like I needed to go into the office and I wanted them to see my body language. No, no, you guys, like, I love virtual therapy. I hate driving. I love virtual therapy, and I can only express, like, amazing things about it, but you definitely do have to find the right therapist for you, Um, and we can divulge into that later, too. Um, Right now, I'm kind of just an open book. I wanted to tell you about me and where I came from and some of some of the little traumas that I've had. Um, There's been so many things that, you know, have led me to this point, but I definitely feel like I finally have a grip on my mental health, um, even postpartum. Um, So yeah, that's kind of where this discussion, today's episode was going. Um, So yeah.
much if you made it this far into the podcast, into this episode, for supporting this. Again, like I said, I'm not a mental health expert. I'm just giving you what worked for me. Um, I hope that this wasn't the worst thing you've heard all day. I love doing this so far. I mean, the editing thing and, like, adding music is going to be new and, like, if anybody has tips or tricks or wants to send an intern my way, um, please do. If you could rate this five stars in the best fucking thing you've heard in your life, please put that below wherever you're listening. Um, I don't have a schedule. Don't know when the next one's going to come up. I might batch a few. I just know if I didn't start this now, I would never do it. So with that said, thank you so much for listening to Mindful Mains.